Hey, everybody. I'm so glad you're here with us because today we are going to be talking about Star Wars. I mean, wait a minute. Seven Samurai. Oh, no, no, no. Wait a minute. I mean, Magnificent Seven. Oh, wait. No, that's not it. Ah, oh, Battle Beyond the Stars. No, I'm just kidding. Today, I'm so excited. We're going to be talking about Rebel Moon. It's going to be a blast. Welcome to Two Geeks and a Microphone. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Two Geeks and a Microphone. I am your co-host, Mr. Stephen Buster, along with the one, the only, the most industrious, Mr. Michael Shanks himself. Mike, say hey to everybody. Good morning to all you geeks out there in geekdom land. So <laughs> in your uh, intro, did you say Battle of the Network Stars? Battle Beyond the Stars. Oh. I thought you said Battle of the Network Stars. I was like, <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> that used to be a fun event. <laughs> oh gosh, yeah. No, we'll get into the, we'll get into Battle Beyond the Stars here in a little bit. But yeah, no, is uh, I'm excited about today's show. So um, I'm looking forward to our discussion. You know, everybody, as always, Mike and I don't talk about it before we come to the show it is we quote unquote save it for the podcast so uh yeah we definitely saved it for the podcast for this i have no clue what you thought of this um and we didn't even text each other at all during this at mm -hmm. all so of course i don't even know when you watched it <laughs> yeah Legally, I'm not allowed to say. I have to plead the fifth on when I actually watched it. No, I'm just kidding. That's hilarious. <laughs> I watched it last night, actually. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I could have watched it Thursday, I think. But I kept checking on Thursday, and it was like, it's still not up. It's still not up. And then we were doing something later in the evening when it finally went up. And I was like, eh, screw it. I'll watch it tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, because it was like 8 o'clock my time. On okay. Thursday, when it when it was supposed to start, um, and I was at the second job then, so there was no way I could, you know, <clears throat> legally watch it. Right, right. At, we'll, at eight o'clock, we'll leave it at that. We'll just... <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh gosh. So, all right. Well, we've got a jam packed show for you guys. Uh, and so we're just going to hop right into it. So, so glad you're here with us. So, uh, let's get rolling. Mike, what are we starting off with? All right. I got a couple geeky news items. So, let's kick it off with that. Perfect. All right. So, it came down this week that. Marvel has dropped uh, the actor um, Jonathan Majors. Jonathan Majors. Uh, he's been dropped. He was the actor who was playing King the Conqueror. Uh, he who is he who remains. Blah blah blah. All of that. He was supposed to be the big bad in the next uh, two big Marvel movies. The uh, what is it? Um, Secret Wars. Secret Wars Part 1 and 2. Um, 
so apparently he was accused of uh, assaulting somebody or something. Yeah, girlfriend, and he was convicted for yeah. part of it. He was I convicted believe. for part of it, yes, and Marvel, Marvel quick dropped him like a hot potato. <laughs> nope, we don't want nothing to do with you. <laughs> We're getting rid of your butt. <laughs> I wish DC would have done that with some people. But anyway. <laughs> Interesting. So I'd have to say Marvel probably made a uh, good decision on that. But the, the thing is, and this is what I wanted to discuss, is where do they go going forward? Do they just recast him and have somebody else play the Kang the Conqueror role? Um, which I, I think would work. I mean, especially in a universe, so multiverse. Um, you could cast somebody in that role, different face and think nothing of it. I mean, look how many people have played Loki, you know? So, I mean, we only have one main Loki guy. We only have one. Mm -hmm. main. Tom Hiddleston is the main Loki actor, but we've had several different versions of Loki and some of them have different faces. So I don't know. I think they could, they could recast and be okay. What do you think? Steven says, I don't, I'm trying not to think. <laughs> I I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I I just have not been intrigued with Kang. I have not watched Loki yet. I know we are planning to do some episodes on it or an episode on it. Now you watch, you watch Loki season one, though. I did. I did. Um, uh, but season two, I, I know they delve deeper, but I just... Uh, again, I, I don't know. I don't know if, it, you know, for me, I'm not, although I'm not really a multiverse fan, I've been like, okay, I'll give it a shot. And, and I watched Ant-Man and, you know, the Quantumania one and stuff. And that actually was kind of enjoyable. But I just, I, I, he is not as an intriguing character, the Kang, as, as, as we had with, uh, uh-huh. What's his name there on the Sunday Thanos at all. And, and I just got over. I, I, yeah, I just don't care. I'm just not into it. I don't have any, any desire to feel like I need to watch the next movie for the overarching villain stuff. So well, I have to leave it at that. I, I don't, I don't think uh, secret wars is, I don't think watching Secret Wars is all gonna gonna be all about Kang personally. I think it's gonna be how they do certain other characters. For me personally, I want to find out: Are we gonna get Spider Man in the black suit? Because that's where that's where the well, that's where Venom was introduced. Well, mm -hmm. it, that's where the symbiote was introduced in in Secret Wars originally. Mm -hmm. So I, I would like to see our Peter Parker in in the current marvel universe i'd like to see him get the black suit and see where that goes i'm more intrigued about that than i am kang also i will say i enjoyed his character in season two much more better cheers ah much more better okay um yeah i i enjoyed his character much more better in season two. Oh, dang you did it twice in a row cheers cheers <laughs> Um. Yeah, I I thought he was he was good in season two. I, I liked him. They went a little bit different direction with him. It was kind of fun. Um, and I wasn't sure exactly where we were going with it. And that's that's a great thing for the character. It gives some intrigue and 
you know, <clears throat> some mystery. And, you know, I, I thought that was good. I like that. Um, but other than that, I do agree with you. I really don't care about Kang in the next movie. In fact, there's been some fan talk, uh, fans saying, you know what? Maybe you should just put the brakes on Kang and say, screw it, bring in Dr. Doom. And I kind of like that idea too. I like that. I think Dr. Doom is more intriguing of a villain. Agreed. Because I think a lot of people know Dr. Doom better than 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 they would Kang, if that makes sense. Yeah, I think Kang's a much deeper dive into comic history than Dr. Doom is. Um, and only the Marvel fanboys, you know, the Marvel comic fanboys really know who Kang is. I didn't know who Kang was, and I, I'm not the biggest Marvel fan out there. So, you know, I like right. Marvel here and there. Um, I prefer DC for the most part, for the most part. Um, I have my specific Marvel characters that I love and follow. But other than that, I didn't know who Kang was until this came about. And sure, I got a little interested in Kang after he was introduced. But yeah, like you, I don't know if I care that much. I'm not like, oh my gosh, I can't believe this is going to destroy everything and blah, blah, blah. Although... (laughs) Although I do think this should be a lesson for Marvel going forward, going, uh, maybe we need to be careful about casting long-term parts like this. That could something like this could affect our entire. Yeah. It's always hard to know. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. You, they couldn't see it coming. No one, right. No one was coming. I don't blame anyone. I'm just saying it was, it was an interesting turn event of events. Yep. So, and that's all I got to say about that. Cool. All right. All right. So my next entry is, this is is a little bit more on the rumor side than a news. Well, it is a rumor, but I think it was an intriguing rumor that you and I are both going to enjoy. Oh boy. So, uh, Alan Richardson has been, has responded to rumors that he is being eyed for the role of Batman in DCU's the brave and the bold. Ooh. So, Alan Rich, Rich mm. Richardson uh, currently plays Reacher. Um, uh-huh. he, he also played. Uh, um, he was in. He he, he was, was in, in the, the. Yes, he was in the Titan. He played Hawk, which in the Titans, right? I loved Hawk. He was awesome. Mm-hmm. And and uh, spoiler alert: Hawk gets killed, and I was just like, "Oh, this sucks! I can't believe they killed Hawk off." But um, yeah, I think he'd be perfect as Batman. I ooh, I I like this fan cast. I think this is amazing, and I hope James Gunn <laughs> is is considering this because. Yeah, I think he would be perfect. He is. He would probably, out of all the Batmans that we've seen, he'd be one closest to the physical. Agreed. Yes. Uh, makeup. Oh my Batman. gosh! Yeah, he's so built. He, yeah, he'd fit perfect. He. Yeah. And he he wouldn't need much working out. You know, like most of them, they got to work out intensely for the Batman character. And I don't mm. think he's. It's going to take too much for him. He's just going to come in and put that suit on and go, man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I was I, excited. 
I'd, I'd like to see that, actually. I think I would like to see him don the cowl. I think he'd be amazing. Yeah. Um, huh. Okay. Yeah, we're in the middle of watching Reacher. We're only a few episodes in, so. I think I'm going to have to go watch it. I, I, But I've never gotten into the Reacher universe, so I don't know anything about it. This, the Amazon series is much more better than the uh, Tom Cruise movies. Is it? Um, do I need to watch the Tom Cruise movies no. to, to understand this? No. Okay. okay. Not that no. I have anything against, well, Tom Cruise is nuts, but other than that. <laughs> well, Tom Cruise movies are good. The problem is, is Tom Cruise does not fit the physical description of the character, nor the menacingness of the character. Yeah. This so- is Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise is charismatic. Agreed. But he's not intimidating. Um, and the the whole aspect of Reacher is that he's intimidating. He's huge, you know, kind of a thing. And the if you have not seen the I highly recommend the Amazon series. It's really good. I, I I'll put it to you guys this way. You guys know how I am about time. I've never Steven skipped any parts of them. And I've watched it probably the first season. I probably watched four times. Oh wow! Dang. And all. Um, okay, and, I have to check this out. And then the second season, I am enjoying the second season more than the first season on the first run through. And um, and so I just wish it. I just wish they had dropped all the episodes. So it's good. It's good. I think it runs weekly now through the end of January. Well, all I know is, you know, I I was a big fan of him as Hawk in the Titan series. Mm-hmm. And I read this. My first thought was, wait a minute, isn't that the guy that played Hawk? And yeah, it's going to be I, weird. I double checked it. I was like, yeah, that is. That's him. I'm like, yeah, he's perfect. No, I, I don't think it's weird at all because that part of Titans isn't going to be a part of the new DCU anyway. It's true. So mm-hmm. who cares? It makes no difference whatsoever. Yeah, you just got him playing just like uh, um, uh, Aquaman's probably going to be Lobo. I, I I still believe that he's going to be Lobo and he won't be Aquaman anymore. I haven't seen the new movie yet. I, I do have to go see that still. Um, mm-hmm. I am interested in seeing how that ends and stuff, because I got a feeling that's that's it. He, it. Aquaman's done. At least this version of Aquaman will be done. So um anyone who's seen the movie they can tell me i'm wrong if they want to but <laughs> i right on. don't think i am not the way things have been going with the uh dcu right now so yeah all yes. right okay um moving on to geek dar i got geekdar. a couple items for the geek dar go with the radar sir what's wrong with it i've lost the bleeps i've lost the sweeps and i've lost the creeps the what the what and the what you know the bleeps The sweeps and the creeps. It's not all he's lost. <laughs> all right. Uh, so today for the Geek Dar, um, Stephen, I didn't even ask you if you had any Geek Dar this week. <clears throat> no. <laughs> I, I, I was lucky to get Rebel Moon in. <laughs> uh, I did manage to get a few comic books in this week. Uh, Ooh. Yeah, it was nice. Um, and I, hopefully I get a few more comic books read this week, uh, since I'm off for Christmas break, uh, 
I always take this time of the year off to kind of refresh, relax, and, you know, so on and so forth. Oh, not to mention, I'm going to Dallas, Texas next week to see the Cowboys play. <laughs> whoop, 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 whoop. Live at AT&T Stadium. Can't wait. First right Lions. It's going to be freaking amazing. And I get to meet up with some of our podcast buddies, Zig and Jeff of Nerdery and Murdery. Hopefully our friend John's, uh, John will be there too, John Keller. Oh, uh, cool. Anyway, yeah, I'm hoping to meet up with him. So we'll see what happens. Nice. That'll be good. That'll be fun. Can't wait. Anyway, so moving on to Geek Tar. All right. I have two things for the Geek Tar. One is a praise and one is a bitch. <laughs> wah, wah. Uh-oh. We're going to have a cathartic rant, everybody. <laughs> yes. Um, okay. Both of them were movies that my wife had picked and said, hey, we need to watch these. I think we're going to wa- wa- like these movies. And okay. One, one I had been seeing trailers for and I thought it looked pretty good. So I was like, yeah, yeah, that sounds good. Um, so the first one, the first one I enjoyed very much, it's called the family plan. And, uh, it stars Mark Wahlberg, which I like a lot of Mark Wahlberg's movies. Um, Oh, 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 I do have to, I do. Okay. This is on Apple, right? It's on Apple. Uh, I don't know if it's Apple or I thought it was Netflix. I think it's Netflix. I think it's a net. No, you're right. It is Apple. Sorry. Yeah, because looking at we, it right here on my did, other we did we were able to sign up this for three three free months of Apple, so we oh, we really? started it. So I was like, oh, Monarchs on there. I got to tell. So you can guy. get Apple TV on other devices other than uh, yes, Apple mm-hmm. TV. Oh, interesting. I didn't see. I didn't know that. I had no idea. Mm-hmm. Well, cool. Oh, so you're watching Monarch. Monarch. We're gonna. I'm getting ready to. I was telling Kelly all that you told me about it, about with Kurt Russell and his son playing the younger version of that character, you know, the tenant stuff. So I thought, oh, okay, I gotta watch this because Mike, Mike will want to talk about this when Monarch wraps up. Maybe, uh, maybe we can do an episode on Monarch. <laughs> I wasn't okay. expecting to do one because I know you had it. Oh, nice. I meant to right. tell you that. Yeah. So yeah, my. Uh, Kelly is a big Ted Lasso fan and and I've enjoyed Ted Lasso. And so the third season we thought, okay, it's free for, you know, three months. So anyway, please go ahead. I'm so Your, sorry. Uh, Family plan. Paramount and, uh, um, uh, yeah, Max are going to combine. So all the Star Trek could end up on, on Max pretty soon, actually. I just heard oh, it yesterday. Oh, I didn't. I did not know that. I heard something about Paramount Plus. Yeah, Paramount. So Paramount is getting bought out by Max, apparently by Warner Brothers, apparently. So, and they're going to suck in all, all the Paramount. Uh, eventually, we're all just going to be owned by one corporation at one point. So, uh, it's almost there anyway. But anyway. Right. Uh, family plan. I'm so yeah. sorry. I, I squirreled us. That's squirrel. Squirrel. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, Go ahead. Right. Squirrels coming from two different ways there. Anyway, uh, family plan with Mark Wahlberg. Uh, I tend to like uh, a lot of Mark Wahlberg's films. Uh, I think he's a good mm-hmm. actor. I didn't like his music. <laughs> I hated his music. <laughs> Marky Mark. <Yeah. laughs> but but his acting. Yeah, I really like him as an actor. And in this movie, he's a he's a family man who uh, had a secret before he, you know, got married and had a family. He was some kind of super CIA agent uh, Mm -hmm. who, you know, he's a killer and all this stuff. And 
uh, well, apparently they're out to get him. And, and of course they're attacking his family and this is how his family finds out spoiler alert. Sorry. Um, finds out who he is and stuff, but, uh, it was a great movie. It, it was action packed. It was funny. The baby is freaking hilarious. I love the baby all through the movie. He's so funny. Uh, I mean, Mark Wahlberg's kicking ass and the baby's just laughing. (laughs) Like, ha daddy's beating your butt. <laughs> yeah. It is so hilarious. You know, and he starts doing all these crazy things that, you know, n- normal guys wouldn't be doing and stuff like this. And his neighbors are like, what the heck is going on? And yeah, I highly recommend it. It is excellent. Okay. Fun, fun movie. Tons of fun. Okay, uh, good. In fact, I would rate this a 10. I really okay. All right, great. Okay, good. All Um, right, all right. Now for my complaint. So my (laughs) wife also (laughs) had another suggestion. The movie is called uh, "The End of the World" or uh, "The World's End" or I don't know something like that. It's on Netflix. I hated this movie. Who's in it? Sucked. Uh, um, Oh shoot! I should have had that one. Dang it. I didn't have that one up. Uh, it's on Netflix, you said? Yeah. And so what's the premise of it? Oh, basically the apocalypse. Um, shoot. I don't know. I can't find it right now. It's basically the apocalypse. Uh, America is basically attacked um, cybernetically. They've wiped out all of our our internet connections and and all our communications whatsoever people are turning on each other it's you know it's just it's total chaos you know which i mean there's tons of movies out there like this sure every time you turn around there's a movie like this my biggest problem though was there's no ending to this film it just it's like what that's what there, there's no answer. There's no rhyme or reason. And I went, this movie sucks. And I want my, I want my money back. <laughs> I need to get the sound clip of that. <laughs> oh, is it leave the world behind? That's it. Leave the world behind. Okay. Yeah. Um, and it's got some big name actors in it and you know, yeah. you, you're looking at it going, oh yeah. It's like Ethan Hawke, uh, uh, Julia Roberts, I think. Yeah, Julia Roberts. Julia Roberts is one of my favorite actresses, by the way, too. Uh-huh. Um, uh, uh, Kevin Bacon makes an appearance in it. Um, he was kind of a letdown, actually, because he was barely in it, and it's like, oh, that's all you did? Uh, okay. Yay. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, don't watch this freaking movie. It, it, it just, just skip it. It's terrible. It, I, I give it a one. Oh my! Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we went from family plan ten, fun filled, action packed, great movie, uh-huh. to uh, uh, depressing, uh, crappy, uh, leave the world behind one. That. There you go. <laughs> was it kind of like an artsy fartsy film or it was something that was supposed no. to have some kind of meaning behind it? You know, they had another one that was, that wasn't I, all that great. Have a meaning behind it. I don't know what it is. 
other than don't trust the government and i already don't do that so i don't already trust i already <laughs> so, I don't need a stupid movie to tell me not to trust the government i already know this so gotcha okay well thank you thank you for that advice moving on <laughs> Okay, so I'm done with my rant. <laughs> well, well, real quick, on Netflix is a movie that just got added, which was Love and Monsters, and um, that's that's actually a fun movie. But okay. our friend uh, Mark Anthony Austin did a lot of the CGI for that. Oh, really? Uh, too, yeah. Okay, yeah. Cool. He's been posting. He's been posting on his Facebook page um, some of the different monsters that he did previs work for and things like that so it's nice. been it's been interesting and i enjoyed that movie actually uh it's been out a while but anyway so okay we've got to get into today's topic all right let's move on to the main event it's time for the main event Okay, here we go, everybody. All right, so just so you know, everybody, what we do is we do a general overview of, uh, you know, kind of a real quick review, no non-spoiler, and then we are going to hit spoilerific territory big time. So, uh, Mike, what do you want to use for our scaling system today? What do you think would be a good... Uh... Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, there wasn't really, like, anything that was... Overall, I don't know. What do you think? <laughs> fire swords. We're going to do fire okay, swords. All right, all right. All right. Sounds good. And all cool. All right. All right. You want to go first? You want to go first? You want me to go first? Who goes first? You go first? I go first. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, I want to start off by saying I had high hopes for this film. Okay. I had really high hopes. And I probably should have went in with no hopes um, because I came out on the other end saying meh <laughs> really okay yeah um okay i will i will definitely watch the second one because there's some questions i have and i want i want them answered uh because mm -hmm. this is a two-parter for anyone who doesn't right this is right the second part will come out in april so i'm sure we'll cover the second part and come april when that comes out um and, and it's an okay movie don't don't get me wrong. It's just okay. Um, uh -huh. This I I saw some reports. It's funny. I've seen reports from every end of, end of the spectrum on this right. film. I've seen it. People just completely hate it, and then people love it. And I'm like right in between there. Um, okay. I mean, like center middle. You know, um, I don't hate it but I also don't love this. And I also saw some reports saying, Oh, this is going to, this is going to take over the star Wars fandom. Yeah. Not, mm, not. No. Of course, every time I hear that, I heard that about Lord of the Rings back in the early two thousands, mm -hmm. Lord of the Rings is going to take over the star Wars fandom. Now, Lord of the Rings has got a huge following. I will grant you that. And I love Lord of the Rings until Amazon got a hold of it. Well, I've, <laughs> I've never watched that. So, I watched the real stuff. Um, but, and I love those films, but will will that overtake my Star Wars fandom? No. Then mm -hmm. then I heard this about Avatar and I laughed. 
Right. And, and they still have not achieved that. So, you know, so then I heard this about Rebel Moon and I'm like, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Because everything I hear this about is just meh, whatever. And yeah, this kind of fit my my thinking. Yeah. Meh. It's not going to overtake it. Now, supposedly Zack Snyder wrote this script. It was supposed to be a Star Wars script and it was rejected. There's some things in this film that I could see working in Star Wars here and there. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was kind of funny because I'm watching the whole movie going, yeah, I could probably see that character in Star Wars. I, yeah. I could see who that might be, you know, um, that kind mm-hmm. of thing. Yeah, I didn't go that deep into it, but well, I, I mean, yeah. not who, but what type, you know, what type of Star Wars character they might be, whether mm-hmm. it might be a Jedi, whether it might be an Imperial officer, you know, mm-hmm. that I wasn't going as right. deep as to actually cast, you know, the character as a Star Wars character. I was just picking out the the basic. Yeah, yeah. I I will say I'm prepared to do a little bit more discussion about that because that was in our title uh, yeah. that you did from Jedi the Star Wars connection. So I did spend a little bit of time kind of going, okay, Good. what part of this could be Star Wars stuff? So I'll get into that in a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I, I wanted to touch on that too. So yeah. overall, I will give this a five. What, what did we call it? Uh, flames. What did you? Call flame it? swords. Flame swords. I'll give right. it five out of ten. Flame swords. Right on. I. Uh, are you done? Sorry. Okay. You good? You done? You ready? Yes, sir. <laughs> Sorry. I don't want to interrupt you. Sorry. No, my bad. You're good. You're good. Um, I love this movie. Really? I loved it. Um, I didn't, um, I went in with high expectations, but I, I went in with realistic high expectations. Um, knowing Zack Snyder's record, uh, I'm not a Zack Snyder fanboy, but I do enjoy the visual strikingness of his movies. Um, I easily will give this a, a good eight, eight and a half out of ten for me. Oh, I really enjoyed it. Now, I'm not saying it's perfect. Don't get me wrong, but I enjoyed it. Okay. Uh, and and I and I, I've got all kinds of reasons why. I do think people are being unfair. I think a lot of the reviews are being hypocritical. Um, that are are bashing bashing the film. Um, because I've watched a, a bunch of different reviews because I was like, why are people not liking this film? And is it just a bandwagon because all the critics are not liking the film? Or, or why that is. And, and, and people, I don't agree with most critics to begin with. So. Yeah, I don't either. But, you know, there, there are several that I was just like, okay, let me hear what you have to say. And some of them actually really pissed me off too, because I'm like, you're, you're one, you're not being fair. You're jumping on the bandwagon. And two, you've said that those reviewers have said the opposite about other films, saying that was the problem. So, so do you need to make up your mind on, on what the issues are? I might get in trouble here <laughs> to, no. No. To, to clarify. I haven't watched any reviews of this movie. None, not, not one. Yeah, no, 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 I that's okay. For them on purpose. Cause I did not want to be influenced by them. So any thought yeah. you hear from me, that's straight from my head. Not. Yeah, no, no, no. I don't think there's be any issues with you. It's just as, as well as some of these others. Cause I think they were just jumping on a bag when they didn't like it. I know you'll give me your open review that you're not being influenced by anything. I think the issue is the, yes, it is. As I joked at the very beginning, it is, 
it is a plot point that movies have done before that all began with Seven Samurai. Um, and then you've got the old Magnificent Seven and stuff. And, and a lot of people are making unfair assertions, uh, but there's one fair assertion that people are making about being part one and part two. And, and I, I do want to have a discussion about that. I don't like movies doing that personally. See, I, okay. And, when and, I was watching this, my first thought was Steven's not going to like this. Cause it's, you know, it, he, it, it has that. Well, it's not a big cliffhanger though, actually. No, no, no. That's one of the things that Zack Snyder think I, I, that I appreciated him doing was giving us an ending to, to a part one where Dune part one does not do that. Um, Dune part one, the Denis Villeneuve one, you know, with part two coming, you know, I think is it, it, you know, it's all meant to be one movie together. And this whole part one, part two thing that they're doing, I was like, I don't know. I, I, I'm still wrapping my thoughts around. I'm just, I don't like it. I don't like that they do that. Um, to make matters worse on that, though, is. You know, now Zack Snyder's coming out saying he's going to have a director's cut. I was like, well, why don't you just release that? You know, kind of a thing. And so there, there are things surrounding the film that I think I agree with and disagree with on some things. But as far as the movie goes, I enjoyed it. I love the Magnificent Seven, Seven Samurai storyline. Absolutely love it. You, you, if you go back to the old Western, the old Western, not the, not the Chris Pratt, Denzel Washington one, which is similar too, but you, it's the same story, Magnificent Seven, you've, or, you know, even Seven Sorry, you got a village that's in trouble. Yeah. Which is more of the original Western style uh, that has to defend against someone. They go and get warriors to come help them do that. Um, you know, you don't have a whole lot of character development in those. And people are like, oh, you don't have all this character development. Well, well, that's the whole point. I thought you had more character development in in the in Rebel Moon than you had in any of the original seven samurai story frameworks. You got to actually see their skill sets before, you know, as they joined, except for the general um you know, in this, but so I, I, oh, I wanted to bring him up too. Yeah. So um, I think there's, I, I think people are being unjustly hard on it. Like they've been on a lot of other sec, Zack Snyder films and stuff, not realizing that, you know, he does have his giftings and he does have his shortcomings. And I think everybody does, but you cannot deny that it is probably one of the most visually striking a uh, visually striking sci-fi films that there are i rank it right up there with like blade runner vis for visual strikes uh, for striking um there were times when i was watching rebel moon it's like oh i want that as a wallpaper Ooh, i like that as a wallpaper kind of a thing and so I, I definitely give it eight and a half. Um, I, I, it does have its shortcomings, but I think as time progresses, it will, uh, it will outlive those shortcomings. Okay. And he's created a whole new universe that I am totally intrigued in. Um, and, and I dare say, please don't hate me for this. I dare say that 
it does have the potential to be Star Wars-esque because when we first got Star Wars A New Hope, it was not fleshed out totally. Oh, I, it, I agree. It got fleshed that's- out as we went. And I think that's the same situation that we have here. Um, and and I, I have watched it once and then twice I watched it because I wanted to see all the action sequences again. You watched it twice? I did, but I Steven skipped to the action sequences on the second time. I was going to say, how did you have time to watch it twice? I mean, we've only had it for two days, man. As as wow. I inferred before, uh, I can neither speak to when <laughs> or how I watched it. All right. All right. Fair, yeah. fair, fair. That's fair. All right. So is it safe to say we're going to jump into spoilers now? Spoilerific territory. Let's do this. Sorry, can't say. What's that word you use? Spoilers. I like that word. I thought you might. <sighs> Doctor, you and your secrets. You'll be the death of me. <laughs> uh, All right. I-, I love our new spoiler alert, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let me say this. Um, here, I'll put up the I'll put up the spoilerific territory banner here real quick. Of course, I'm a little biased because I created the new spoiler alert. Right. <laughs> so here, I, I do want to spend some time talking about the Star Wars connections and stuff. Yes, I did too because uh, we were told that this was a rejected. This comes from a rejected Star Wars script that that uh, Zack Snyder had presented to, I guess Disney at some point. Mm-hmm. And, um, I'm assuming he presented it to Disney. I, cause George Lucas wouldn't have taken it. I don't, I don't think. Um, and, and yeah. I think it might've had some intriguing ideas that could possibly work in star Wars. Um, but I, I don't know overall if it would have been a great star Wars movie. I, I just agree. Agreed. Um, if it was another Star Wars movie without all the main characters that we know and love kind of a thing, but something within the Star Wars universe, I think it'd been fine. Well, and um, I think he would have went in a direction where this would not have had the main characters, which could be the, one of the reasons Disney said, no, we don't want it because they're they're focusing on putting in well, know, it, known characters. Well, with the exception of the Mandalorian, of course. Right. Well, um, it was a, it was a Lucasfilm thing, not a Disney thing. Cause it was 20 years ago. He pitched it. Mm-hmm. Oh, see, I didn't realize how long ago it was. It's been a while. Yeah. It's been a long while. And, uh, that's, that's what I've heard now. I, I, I didn't find documentation for that or anything. Um, uh, I just see George Lucas going, um, no, that's not my script. Nope. Yeah. Well, it, the other part of it is it, it was, uh, you know, he wanted a, an R gritty version and that's just not the star Wars thing. Right. And even then I thought it was interesting that Netflix still hit it with a PG 13. They released it as a PG 13, which is why that's what I heard. One of the reasons a director's cut so he could release his R rated version. Well, now revenge of the Sith got a PG 13. It was the first star Wars movie to ever have PG 13 rating. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I just mean from the aspect of being rated R, he wanted rated yeah. R. Yeah. And uh, uh, George Lucas would never go for that. Never. Right. He, right. I don't think he had a problem with the PG 13 because, you know, uh, revenge was a little more violent than the majority of star Wars films. Mm-hmm. And, but I think he felt that that was important to the story 
of Revenge of the Sith. And I mm-hmm. think that's why he agreed to it, said, okay, I, I, I can handle a PG-13 rating on this particular film. And we all know parents took kids under 13 to go see it anyway, because they all do anyhow. So, <laughs> Right, right, right. <clears throat> Please don't ask me about my own son, Troy, and watching Halloween. Just saying. <laughs> so, hey, um, I do want to say that the, as far as Star Wars goes, you know, there are several things that influenced George Lucas. One of those was he's already stated he loves Kurosawa. Yes. One of Kurosawa's greatest films is Seven Samurai, which is this genre that is a genre now of these people who are coming to you know, the aid of another group. I mean, you could, we could even take it to bugs life, bugs life. Uh, I forgot to add that one at the beginning. You know, I got that feel also. It is. That's interesting. You brought that up because there was actually a line in it and I actually went, Hey, this is bugs life. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, um, I think the greatest connection, um, for this theme, this storyline, the, you know, going to go get people to help us is from a sci-fi standpoint, it's a direct correlation to battle beyond the stars. If you have not seen that, I don't know this movie. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I know battle for the network stars. I remember that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Battle beyond the stars has George Papard in it plays the cowboy. Oh. Um, so our friend from the A team, when the when a plan comes together he is in this and it is the whole framework of there's you know this uh this evil evil empire comes to take over this planet and they go to get you know help and all these spaceship you know these people come to to help do it um it's it's goofy it's a corny sci-fi kind of a thing um, but it is the same theme it's the same element and it's it took star wars with the whole magnificent seven mixed them together and out came the battle beyond the stars baby and threw them into a blender right? yeah, it really did and, and so i was like okay so you know i could get behind that and and you know, knowing that it's that genre, people are like, oh, it's been all done before. Well, yeah, and it'll continue to be done. I mean, we saw it in Bugs Life. We saw it in all these others. And and um, there's nothing new under the sun. There's nothing new under the sun. Right. And also now uh, the other part of it is as far as Star Wars connection goes. So there, there's Star Wars, the theme and, and everything. But we had a cantina scene. Yeah, actually, we did. I kind of liked it. The aliens in this movie were interesting. They're pretty intriguing. Um, actually, he probably did aliens a lot better than a lot of the Star Wars movies lately. They just don't do aliens very well. They need to go back and restudy George's right. work and look at some of the amazing creature, uh, creations that he came up with and and, yeah, yeah, and rethink the way they're doing things. So I, I will say this: that I did have I had to take off half a point. I had to uh, for there's one scene that for all the wonderful CGI work that there was, and there was some great CGI work in this film. There was one part where there was an alien, and it was obvious it was CGI. 
and it was not done well. It was that one scene where the admiral and he had the tentacle. Oh, the, yeah. Come out and, you know, I was like, ah, that's, that's, that's terrible CGI for, you know, kind of a thing. We'll talk about him in a minute. Well, so, I told you last week that I think that there needs to be more of a balance, a balance between practical effects. You did say that CGI. Yeah. And I think that's a good yeah. example of where we could have had a really good looking mask in opposed to just doing a CGI character there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just enhancing the mask with CGI, making it, making it better. You yeah. know, that's, that's where I think we should go with this stuff. Yeah. The, um, agreed. So the, the cantina, the aliens, we've got that connection as well. The other connection that I thought that we had with, with star Wars was, you know, it was no, it, it was no surprise that the whole concept between Star Wars was it the villains were a Nazi connection, yeah, kind of a thing. Yeah, they walked off the ship, and Brenda goes, "Wow, we got the Nazis." I go, "Yeah, well, we sure do." You <laughs> know what the Empire is is uh, based on, so right. And it, so I was like, well, surprised at all, right? So I mean, their uniforms even looked very Nazi esque. <laughs> extremely yes, very much so wow very much so so i was like okay so i could see i can see the influences i want to call them influences uh more than anything else i don't think it was a star wars movie as much as it was a star wars influenced movie if that makes sense i can agree with that statement i i yeah like i said i don't think overall this just could be you know you could just take this out and plug it into the star Wars universe. Right. I don't think it would work quite that well. Um, but there are elements like, for instance, I looked at her, the main character, Cora, I felt she probably would have been our Jedi in, in the star Wars. If, if this would have been a star Wars film, I felt she would have been the Jedi or at least a Jedi in training. One of the two, Mm -hmm. not, not necessarily a master, but probably a Jedi Knight who is very, you know, competent at her Jedi skills, so on and so forth, Um, which actually I think I would have liked her better as a Jedi because going into, of course, then we have the twist. I I won't get quite into the twist yet because we didn't know that going into this, Um, but Mm -hmm. I kind of would have liked her better as a Jedi because I think I, I think I could have got over her taking down three men who are over twice her weight um, (laughs) very easily if she had been a Jedi. And I was just like, yeah, okay, that's a little little over the top, but all right, she's our hero in this. So I'll let it go. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That was was just one of the things I was kind of like, I don't know if I can buy this. I I don't know. And, uh, one of the other things I didn't care for, we have the village, um, which in entering into the village and seeing their kind of celebration, sort of, you know, coming out of the harvest and all that kind of stuff. I kind of got this Vikings feel mm-hmm. about them at first. I was like, oh, these guys kind of feel like Vikings, mm-hmm. but they aren't Vikings. <laughs> they have no toughness to them whatsoever. Right. 
they're a bunch of wimps in my opinion. And I was like, yeah, I would have liked this a lot better if they would have been Vikings and, and yeah. Yeah. But right. We are just humble farmers, which is part of the, that's yeah, the whole I, thing. I get it. But yeah, you're yeah. I was like, oh, they made him a little too wimpy. Exactly. I thought exactly. Let let some of the men actually fight and be men. Right. Well, I I don't. I wonder if it's part of a an arc, especially for the guy that went with her. What was his name? Was it Ben? Den? No. Uh. No, Derek. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, is it Gunner? Gunner. Gunner. Thank you. That's it. Gunner. I, I got the cast up, so I'm like, yeah, so I did. Yeah, it was, it was Gunner, you know, to see Gunner, how he was from the very beginning and then his progression to that final sequence, um, you know, what occurred then. And you're saying we're putting him on the hero's journey. He's on a He's on a, a hero's journey of courage. Yes. Yeah, I can see that. But, he, and he was just okay to me. He, yeah, he was. I, the I, yeah, I think part of it is just the again, it's the part one and part two issue that I have is just make the movie. You're on Netflix. Netflix is your platform. Just yeah, but you're also talking. This is Zack Snyder, okay? And we had a Justice League Zack Snyder cut that turned out to be almost five hours long. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, I think it was about five hours long. Um, which don't get me wrong. I prefer that version to the Joss Whedon one, which sucks. It's mm-hmm. terrible. Um, although I prefer the ratio, the, the, the picture ratio of the <laughs> theatrical release over. I don't know why he went with that. That's still just, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's an issue I have with uh, the Zack Snyder cut justice league. But I mean, looking at that, you, you kind of got to chop this movie in half to make it a traditional movie. Otherwise you're looking at another almost five hour film, you know, and do you want, mm-hmm. do you want another five hour film? <laughs> I think an argument can be stated based upon the platform. I mean, people are watching, you know, they're, they're binging incredible shows. You know what I'm saying? Now, if you're asking me to go to the theater, you're, you're correct. I would agree with you. I don't want a five hour film in the theater, but if I'm at home and you do it by episodes or whatever, um, that's what we're already watching anyway, a lot of times. So, yeah. All right. All right. To put, put an example to the whole binging thing. I can like my wife and I are into the crown, which we just finished that up. And every time the crown comes on, we watch an entire season within like two days. Mm-hmm. You know, we'll watch about half of it one day and the second half an, another day. And those are really easy to just keep going and going and going. Um, when I sit down and I, I have rewatched the justice league, Zack Schneider cut, Um, When I sit down and watch the Justice League Zack Snyder cut, I actually have to stop. I have to stop and come back to it later. The crown, I don't have to do that, you know. So I don't know. I I think this would be very similar to that. And I I think I would have to do the same thing and stop. I couldn't just watch it all the way through. What what makes it different? What makes it different that you have to do that? Well, okay. For this movie, there was a lot of boring parts to it. <laughs> there was a lot of dull stuff in this. It's like, oh? 
Okay. Okay. I mean, I could have Steven skipped a lot of this film. No, I, I didn't. I didn't. I did not. But mm-hmm. I could have. I there was a lot of parts of this. I was like, can we move on? Can we get going? Yap, yap, yap. Get moving. Let's go. <laughs> mm-hmm. I kind of felt the way that you said Troy felt with Godzilla last week. <laughs> right. Sappy, sappy, sappy. Get to the monster. <laughs> let's have some action. Yeah, let's have some action in this in this in this action film. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> just one of my little rants. I don't know. I just don't think I could sit down for almost five hours watching this film. I, I don't think I could binge it per se. Um just just my thoughts. Okay, sure. Sure. I think the um with oh how, how shall i say um with the aspect of the film i enjoyed the aspect that we're introducing new characters and that it is a sense of world building for something that he's been working on for 20 years and uh i i am intrigued by this world um yeah. I am. I am intrigued because, you know, you've got I, I do think there's some character things that that were not brought up in the film that were brought up in the making of. And I watched one making of kind of clip. Um, oh, I didn't know there was any making of. Yeah, there's some on, on the Netflix YouTube channel. Yeah. The you know, where he talks about the nemesis, the one with the flaming swords, which I like, OK, must be the Jedi ish kind of character and stuff. Well, you in the film, you don't know. You just say, oh, she's got robot hands and she's got these flaming swords. OK, well, y- they they don't talk about it and what's intriguing is in the making of you find out that she cut off her own hands so that she could have robot hands to hold those swords oh wow yeah yeah that, that was and i'm like that's not in there you know kind of a thing I'm okay you that's cool it's intriguing but i'm like you didn't give that in the film because i was looking forward to seeing how they were going to show that I'm like, gotcha. well okay so there's all kinds of lore then we surrounding all this find out uh, well, we're in spoilerific territory, so um, we do find out at the end that he's kind of a cyborg himself. The the main antagonist, uh, the guy, uh, what's his name? Um, the admiral. Yeah, the ad- no, yeah, the admiral. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I thought it was just oh, here's some really interesting sci-fi stuff, you know, kind of a thing. Yeah, I got a lot of uh, you. Did you watch Battlestar? Battlestar Galactica, the the mm-hmm. new the new series okay i i got a lot of cylon feels during those scenes they they felt very cylon-ish okay like he he borrowed from battlestar galactica at that point um Mm -hmm. and it was okay um i I prefer battlestar's (laughs) version of it but okay but i'm a big battlestar galactica fan though so of course then again i prefer my cylons to actually be robots and not cyborgs but gotcha that's just me but i felt he was kind of there were you know he was in that tank and stuff and you see metal underneath his skin and everything so i'm like oh he's cyborg oh okay i didn't get that at first but yeah and then we got that weird drug sex scene whatever the heck that was (laughs) that was strange what 
when he's putting those sucker things all over his body and then uh, and then this oh it was weird yeah yeah i was like what the there, we don't know what's going on there wasn't any explanation or anything like okay that's weird zach was smoking something when he did that scene maybe 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 same yeah. thing neighbors smoke all the time yeah there's things i kind of skipped over I was like yeah whatever move on <laughs> kind of a thing yeah I, that I, was like whatever this is strange yeah well, there's no explanation for some things and that, that I'll give them there's certain story elements that you just kind of take for granted. But, but again, that there are other movies that are like that too, that people gave a pass on, you know, kind of a thing of, you know, different, you know, Oh, I didn't have this great character value or didn't have the story element stuff to me personally. I thought the reason people complained, some of the people, the complaint is you were drawn into the film and you wanted more knowledge. And that was my thing. That's what I realized for myself is I was drawn in the whole sucker thing or whatever he's doing. I was like, okay, whatever. And I just went on. Cause I was just like, I, you know, I'm sure they'll explain it or something or another, but I think people were drawn into the world. They just wanted more and they were upset that they didn't get more. And that's fair enough. Uh, more explanation on what was going on. Well, I, I did. I the twist I liked the fact that she actually was one of them. In fact, she was not just one of them; she was more or less the adopted daughter to the leader uh, of their side. So I thought that was an interesting twist. I liked mm-hmm. that, which gave it gave more background and explanation right. how she could you know, manage mm-hmm. some of the moves that she did and stuff like that. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. I, I'll, I'll give you a slight pass on that. Um, and I did find, see, to me, the most intriguing thing was the story of the princess. So mm-hmm. we have, we have the robot that was introduced. Okay. And, uh, it, it's, it's, uh, established that he actually guarded, the princess and everything who the robot, the robot. He, he says that his purpose was to guard the princess at one point. He's telling the little girl this in the, in the scene where he, he I, and the oh, little okay. girl are- I didn't take that. I heard that they were committed to the King and right. therefore the daughter, but not the personal bodyguard. Cause that's what she was. She was the personal bodyguard. I think, I think she is the princess. I think she's the princess in hiding. Oh, the girl, the girl. Yeah. yeah sorry. Girl. Yeah. The girl that the robot is, is, is communicating with. And I think he realizes it because he even tells her she looks like the princess. Mm-hmm. And then we have that scene at the end where we see the robot out in the field and he's wearing like antlers, know, antlers and stuff like that. And he's got what looks like a staff to me. And I'm like, I'll bet he's protecting her now. And I think she's the princess in hiding. To me, that's the most intriguing thing. And that's the only reason I want to go to the second film, because I want to find out where they go with her in the story. And Mm -hmm. is she actually the princess in hiding? Because I think that's who she is. Mm. I don't know who put her there. I don't know how she got there. But and to me, that's the most intriguing thing about the entire movie. Other than that. I really don't care. Okay. <laughs> I'm just, I just, well, that's okay. I haven't, I haven't gotten any reason to really care about any of these people at all. 
you know, I just never felt anything. I'm like, yeah, okay, whatever, you know, but this story of the princess, that's the one thing that keeps me involved. And that's why I will be on for the second film is to Mm -hmm. find out where her story goes. And I hope I'm not reading into in too much into this because I got a feel I got a bad feeling to quote Han Solo. I got a bad feeling about this. <laughs> but we'll see. Hopefully, hopefully this goes in an interesting direction with her and, and it makes it more intriguing for me. But the first one, I was just meh on I eh. Yeah. That's okay. You're 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 okay to be wrong. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, I think it's one of those things I would about say I can't be wrong on my own show, but it's our show, so ah, you're funny. So I, I would say this is that um I think it boils down to one of the things I think this is a bigger bigger conversation though, is about those of us who watch movies and and review movies and stuff is at what point do we become a critic versus just someone who goes and enjoys watching films? Because one of the biggest things is, Oh, I've seen this. I've seen this before. I've seen this before. You know, I've seen this theme before I've seen this character before. Well, yeah. Again, things new under the sun. There is just nothing new under the sun. Right. But I think subconsciously compare it to things that we've already seen rather than looking at movie for what it is. Visually, it gets it bar none. This film gets gets 10, 10 out of 10 sabers because visually it's striking. There is one part, you know, that's like, oh, OK, you messed up on your CJ. You did great on CJ and all this other stuff. But that was like. And nothing's nothing's perfect. Nothing's perfect. Nothing's perfect. I think the story-wise, the thing behind it, people say, oh, I've seen it all before. Yeah, we've all seen it several times before. But just because you've seen it before, I mean, how many times have we seen The Hero's Journey? How many times have we seen, you know, I mean, we've seen it all before. People are like, well, I wish we would have seen something different about it. You, you did. It's in space. This is, you know, other than, other than Battle Beyond the Stars, you know, you're getting a, you're getting. Yeah. Cause version. we've never seen a story in space before, Steven. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, oh, the, the, the seven samurai in space battle beyond the stars was the first one to do it, but it was a campy, you know, kind of a thing off the other, but you're seeing a really well done one um, with that theme. So anyway, so yeah, I don't know. I think we're just looking for, you know, like, okay. I, I will say, the Mandalorian gave us something different in, in the aspect of we got more of a feel of the uh, Star Wars Western, the, you know, which, in my opinion, is is what George Lucas originally envisioned was a Star Wars Western, mm-hmm. you know, and I, I really feel Mandalorian, especially season one of Mandalorian, really hit that hard and did a good job at presenting us with. Again, nothing's new, but it was presenting it in a different way that we had not seen Star Wars do yet. I think it's something that w- many of us were craving, and and we got it. I didn't feel anything here that was that you know intriguing. Okay, put it that way. Right on. And that's all I got to say about that. <laughs>
<laughs> oh gosh! I think it's funny. cool that you and I have stark differences on this one. We do. I we mean, do. I, again, I don't hate the film. I, I don't. I don't want people going. Oh, he hated it. No, I didn't hate it. I I didn't. There were some things I enjoyed about it. Um, it's just it it was. It's not a movie that I'm going to go back and rewatch several times. It, I highly doubt I'm going to watch it a second time. Um, especially with the, the, uh, second part coming out in April, which I'm kind of glad it's coming up pretty soon. Um, because otherwise I probably would have to rewatch the first one and I don't want to. <laughs> right. <laughs> if they do a director's cut, I'm looking forward to seeing it. Uh, there were several scenes that I was like, Ooh, that's, Ooh, they probably cut that to make that PG 13. Ooh, that would have been really cool. Rated R wise. Ooh, that'd be really cool. Rated R wise. Uh, I'll wait till you watch it. And then. Then I'll make my decision whether I watch the director's cut. <laughs> nah, you probably won't. Even because I'll say, "Oh, it's so much more better. It is much more better." You know, kind of a thing. You'll be like, "No, I'm not going to watch it again." <laughs> no, I already been there, done that. <laughs> right. Which is fine. All right. Cool beans. All right, everybody. Well, we are an hour in, so thank you so much for joining us for this interesting episode of Two Geeks and a Microphone. And uh, I just want to encourage you, please check out our website at www.twogeeksmike.com. That's the number two, geeksmike.com. There you will find all things all connections, all hub in one spot um, on the interwebs, specifically for our where you can get to our merch page, or you can go to www.twogeeksmerch.com, the number two geeks mic merch.com. Um, where you can check out um, all kind of fun t-shirts uh, and other things that we have there. Also, if you want to help support us. Check out our Kofi page. You can get to it from the website, uh, kofi.com slash two geeks. Uh, we've got three different tiers, a $1, $2, a $3 tier, just to help us pay for the stuff that we do. We're, we're not looking at making a whole bunch of money on this, nor are we making a whole bunch of money on this, even though we do joke about how many Lamborghinis Mike has at his 14,000 car garage. Just kidding. Wow. Um, also, if you want to reach out to us, just to we say, have a hey, lot of Batmobiles, but they're Hot Wheels. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, also, you can connect with us at show at twogeekspike.com. Um, you can email us if you have any questions, comments, funny anecdotes, or ideas for things that you would like to see us cover. We'd love to, to hear from you as well. So with that being said, Mike, do you have anything else you want to add? Sure. If you've made it this far. Um, please, oops, wrong one. Uh, where is the, see, this is where I need my Tito. There we go. Uh, if you made it this far, please make sure and go and like, and subscribe to us on Facebook and on YouTube. Um, and make sure and give the bell a tickle on YouTube and give this video a thumbs up on YouTube also, because the algorithm on, on YouTube likes it when you do that. And it helps to suggest it to other people who might like this type of format um and i just want to say that our our downloads on our audio version of the podcast have been up for the last few weeks and i'd like to thank anyone who's a new new listener to us uh we appreciate you coming on board 
make sure you go and like and subscribe and whatever platform you're you're uh, downloading from, please go give us a review because that also helps us to be seen. And uh, definitely not uh, last but not least, we want to wish everyone a very Merry Christmas because the audio version of this will come out on Christmas morning. So you may not be listening to us on Christmas morning. You might be sharing, you know, sharing your time with your with your family at that point. But at some point on Christmas Day, we hope that you are listening to us. And we just wish you a very Merry Christmas from the two geeks. Yay. Merry Christmas. And that's all I got, Stephen. How about you? Uh, it's all I got. We're all good. So Merry Christmas, everybody. All right. So with that said, over and out. I don't really have a outro for this movie. I have no idea. There was no like taglines really. So I guess just Merry Christmas and may the force be with you. Thank you for joining us today on the two geeks and a microphone podcast. Tune in next week when we will have more news and reviews until then. May the force be with you.